How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Journey to Modern Times, where the journey never ends. This is another Daily Updates podcast. Um, I have two wonderful guests with me, Rosa and Kayla. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you. Of course. Yeah, um, a couple topics I want to talk about today were um, the first one being the Jesse Smollett. Mm -hmm. Have you heard about him? Jesse Smollett, of course. Yeah, Juicy Smollett or whatever. He um, He's actually getting indicted already on six felony counts mm -hmm. for him faking that acid attack in new york city yeah, yeah where he like pretended like he was getting jumped and attacked and yeah by um it was because he was black or something or gay i can't it, remember wasn't what he, he was trying to make kind of like a, a point and it was just not yeah, yeah there were the people that attacked him had like maga hats on yeah. and apparently yeah. attacked him because he was gay and black or whatever interesting and, um, and then he got busted for faking it. Yeah, and so the city of New York, or the state of New York, is looking for $130,000 from him for, like, basically, like, defamation of the city, or the state. And um, now, so he got charged on it, and can you guess how much jail time he actually got for this? 20 years. He... Um, I don't think he got a lot. Yeah, <laughs> well, right. he actually, he didn't get any. He got, right. he's getting all probation. Oh! So he got away for, with six felonies. Shit, how do you do that? I mean, when uh, you have You gotta be money. famous. <laughs> what yeah, I, exactly. What do I gotta do? Yeah, apparently uh, he paid. He already paid $15,000 out of pocket to the state. But nice. I know, for real. Like, he totally <laughs> got, like, nice. clear. Hands clean, nothing. And so, that's just so crazy to me. That is crazy. How long do, How long of probation does he have? Um, I think it's, like, six years or something. Six years of probation. It's a but long time. What happened? You can't just fuck probation. up at all or something. It, I don't you, know. I think you, I mean, I'm not a professional, but <laughs> I think you do a lot of community service and you have to follow a bunch of guidelines and, like, talk to your probation officer and, like, a bunch of stuff. Mm. I always associate probation with, like, house arrest. Is that I mean, mm, part maybe. of it, it could be, I mean, yeah, but that's just such a shitty thing. What an awful thing, I know. Bad things like that really do happen to people who go mm -hmm. through that for being gay, for being, you know, black and all that stuff. So for him to kind of, I, I understand that he tried to make a point, but I think it was so, so many wrong. other ways you can do that. So many other ways, and it's just so unnecessary to do that, especially for that person to have such an audience and people who looked up to him. It's really disappointing, but also like you have an audience, you're able to mm -hmm. make a point other ways yeah you exactly. have a voice so why are you and so yeah. many people were like i remember when that happened on social media so many people were reaching out to him and like mm -hmm. like obviously famous people who knew him and like giving their well wishes and get better and all this stuff and then it's kind of like a stab in the back to those people who were like yeah you know yeah supporting oh, him imagine being a fan time. and then you're just like i don't just betray you so hard like yeah that. wow i can't imagine that and, and him involving trump also it's such like a step backwards for like all of the actual injustices yeah, from like the Republican. Yeah, that so much up to do that. I know exactly. Like, not only it's for so people shit. Who, like claim they've been victim of racism. Mm -hmm. Wow, I struggled to say that. Same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> people who have been like victims, they're gonna have less sympathy because of this instance. And people who are saying that they've struggled with crime or 
hate from Republicans, they're going to use this against them. Like, exactly. It just fucks so much yeah. up for people who actually have these issues. And it's honestly, it so probably dumb. just sucks the most for people who, like, have been through that. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. in real life. They're like, who the fuck are you? And is struggling right. with, like, the trauma and stuff. Who don't even want to go outside or, like, are afraid to come out because of these reasons. Or afraid to, like, not feel comfortable in their skin for these reasons. Like, it's a shitty thing to do to those people who are already, like, struggling. Like, it's... Exactly. And just to walk away and not have any jail time. Yeah, like this conversation is making me so angry. I know, it's so stupid. (laughs) Like, I didn't really realize how upset I was until right now. I know, it's dumb. Um, But to uh, talk about other scumbags, I guess. Uh, Harvey Weinstein also is... So let me read the uh, prosecutor's final words. Mm -hmm. Um, She literally just said um, that Harvey Weinstein is an abusive rapist, which is proven to be true. And um, I'm reading Howard Stern's book, Comes Again, mm-hmm. and he came on the Howard Stern show in like 2006 or 5, mm-hmm. and Howard Stern addressed these issues about um, people coming forward back then in 2005 and 2006 mm-hmm. that were like, oh yeah, he's very touchy, there's a casting couch, mm-hmm. and basically how, like, Harvey's like, th- like, that doesn't work like that, trust me. And he like completely denied all the allegations, yeah. and he's of like, "Come he on, did, why would that even be like?" Especially because like, apparently the two people that came up in two thousand five, two thousand six weren't very A list actresses, mm-hmm. but now that you have like A list actresses like Selma Hayek coming out yeah. and speaking upon these things, it's just like crazy. Yeah, one yeah. of the girls even said that he, which was kind of crazy, but he was telling her like, "I can give you the world, like I can do this for you. I made." Um, her name Katniss Everdeen Jennifer Lawrence Lawrence. like I made Jennifer Lawrence and like no one has like come out to say if that's Mm -hmm. true or not but that's insane if that Jennifer Lawrence was a part of the Harvey Weinstein shindig like crazy that'd be such a shame um would you guys still support his movies so like one of the notable ones is uh it's a Quentin Tarantino one about the Nazis uh shoot I forgot Brad Pitt's in it oh uh Inglourious Bastards mm mhm um, would you guys still support his movies, knowing what had happened in the past, like, transpired, or? I think this is, like, a topic that, like, comes up a lot when you're dealing with circumstances mm-hmm. of really big people, whether it be, like, directors, and especially, like, musicians. You see that a lot in musicians. Mm-hmm. People, like, having the two sides of, like, I'm not going to support him because of his actions, and then there are other people who say, why are his actions anything like if we like the movies or we like the music like like separating the art from the artist yeah i mean for me um i don't know i mean i feel like watching those movies if i already watched those movies and i like the movies that he's worked on i feel like me watching those movies and liking them won't be any different Mm -hmm. but i feel like Mm -hmm. moving forward him creating content is just me like very i just don't want anything yeah right. that's how that's that, exactly know? how i feel like so, if it was a movie yeah, that i right. previously watched i really enjoyed i will still enjoy that movie but i will be fully conscious and like bring attention to the fact like oh but the director was like an awful yeah. person now you have right. that when you watch it in the back of your mind just like how could like how was this created something mm-hmm. that you enjoyed and by this person that like is just right. so mm-hmm. like evil or in a sense you know yeah, like definitely, doing definitely. these things but I agree going forward I probably would not support yeah. them like, right if and it's a new movie right and it's it. a positive because uh, 
he's exiled from like the whole industry so he's no longer going to be affiliated with like major films at this point which is good yeah it's amazing but yeah you guys pretty much nailed it for sure like me as well it kind of like ruined Inglorious Bastards for me yeah because I saw it like two weeks ago and like during like the rollout in the intro it says Weinstein Productions I'm like oh man like which, is, sorry, which movie did you see? Inglorious Bastards. Oh. It's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, I have not seen any Quentin Tarantino movies except for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. So. Such a fire movie. I love it. I haven't it. watched it. No? It's I really it's good. confusing. Like, really. His I, little plot. I just feel like it's slow and I don't do well it's with so slow, slow movies. Yeah. <laughs> I get very, like, distracted or fall asleep. <laughs> so, I yeah, felt, like, definitely. I felt an artistic appeal to it, but I didn't get it. It was yeah. just like, have you seen Mother? No, is it the one with Jennifer Lawrence where she's like a porcelain? Yeah, yeah, no. That movie, that movie is fucking is crazy. crazy. But you watch the movie and you have no interest in it really. Yeah. And then you learn about the movie and then you're like, holy shit, that movie was incredible. Mm-hmm. I feel like that might have been what was Once Upon a Time, but I never learned anything more about like you, it. You so need that second like, watch um, to like... I think it was okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely, Mother was so good. And like, once you fought, know about yeah, it. and like once you do like a explanation video or something on mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. it's just way better. It's so good. It was really good. Um, you, <laughs> but when I watched it, I didn't think that. <laughs> yeah, I know when I watched it, I was so confused at the <laughs> what end. The fuck did I yeah, just it was watch? just it was just so jumbled. Yeah, it's just such a bad movie at the time. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about also was the the new Harriet Tubman debit card. Mm-hmm. So I showed you guys both mm-hmm. this before the podcast. Yeah. Okay. And the whole controversy is that she's holding up what seems to be like a Wakanda forever. Yeah. Um, like hand gesture. Yeah. And then it sparked a huge outrage mm-hmm. because people, the whole Wakanda forever is like a new symbol for yeah. black excellence and prosperity. I mean, the movie just came out, what, two years ago? Yeah, two years ago. And so associating that with like such a historical figure like Harriet Tubman mm-hmm. has caused like a great deal of controversy. Yeah. Do you think it's kind of like too left field to be like, oh, why like why are people so upset with this or do you kind of see like some sort of I mean, actual evidence? For me, the creators of the card and the creators of the image that's on the card, I don't think they had that in mind where that symbol for them just re- represented i think you said love right? yeah it was american sign, sign language, language. Love. i don't think they thought oh this is also a representation of this movie it's gonna be great i don't think that they had that in the back of their mind but if it is an outrage and something that you know for me i feel like i can't really have not have an opinion but like speak about it because it's not my community it's like i right you know it's outside so of our if culture. it's something that's the african-american community doesn't agree on it's not a great uh, like a good representation yeah, representation of what she's done and mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. then i feel like they should redesign it but if it's right. kind of just like you know it's kind of cool maybe for them no two meanings. <laughs> sorry my dog is humping oh dad so hey <laughs> my guy he got oh, so excited yeah um so sorry we're all excited <laughs> oh that's so funny um, but yeah Get if, it. if that com- if the community like feels like it's okay then i feel like it's okay but if, right you know so, we can't make a judgment on that yeah but for me i don't think the creators of that image had that in mind that it's a double meaning yeah yeah sense. exactly i feel like they're being a little hypersensitive about it with the wakanda right. forever mm-hmm. And I also, oh my god, it almost happened again. <laughs> uh, I also feel like, and I very much could be wrong, 
but I feel like it's probably white people who are the ones that are saying, like... And, and they're activists, too, so they want to stand up for yeah. people. But I also feel like, in reality, we probably didn't perceive it that way. Yeah. And even if it, in my opinion, even if it was Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. I think that was pretty awesome. Like, the integrating it's super empowering, whole, too. Like, like cultural. Wakanda the movie alone, I feel, was just a big empowerment to anyone who watched that movie, especially the African-American community. Mm-hmm. And sure, the black women, sure. too. Oh, yeah, anyone. yeah, without like, a doubt. It was such a big, like, iconic thing in history. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And again, I'm not African-American, but, Same. like, as a minority, that's kind of how I perceive it. It's mm-hmm. just, like, one way or another, like, I don't think it was a bad Thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think so either. Yeah, either either meaning isn't a negative meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so exactly. They kind of made it that What's way. What's the hype? Yeah. What's now like? Why are people really? Because they did that. Yeah. But... It's it's a waste of energy. Yeah. I think. but that's not. It's our, a debit not... card. Mm-hmm. It's literally a debit card. Like, there's no real. Yeah. Actual significance to it, I guess. In a, in a way, it's just a debit card, and you know, if you want to get it, you want to get it. If you don't, you don't have to consume their product. Right. It's yeah. totally yeah. fine. Don't support it if you don't want it. Exactly. Yeah, and, and you could always put your own image of her of her like right true, yeah, yeah. The debit thanks all for that too. right yeah, yeah. I so i think it's a little blown out of proportion but it was interesting seeing that gesture i was like that totally does look like a wakanda forever kind of gesture oh yeah for sure um, once you said it I, okay. I noticed the gesture but i didn't immediately I mean, think of it because i have no like I don't know any sign language. I know very minimal. True. Same. So it's like, I don't look at that and see love. Like, I thought love was like the... Oh, yeah. Oh, the hand gesture. Yeah. Like, yeah. So... Wow, I don't know ASL anyway, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> I wish I took it. <laughs> um, the, do you guys know the band The 1975? I've heard of them, yes. Yeah. I, I don't really listen to their music, but mm. they recently announced that they are no longer playing festivals that do not feature a higher percentage of female or non-binary artists. So all festivals. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, exactly. Because um, Rosa, you and I went to Coachella like three or four years in a row. And it is insane how few female artists are actually on the set list or that And the whole fact lineup. that like only two years ago was the first female headliner. That's fucking yeah, insane. Yeah, that's so what? sad. That's like 2018. That makes yeah. no sense. I mean, it's insane. Like, me listening to music, my daily playlist is probably 85% women-based. Mm-hmm. Like, vocals, just anything. Yeah. So, for festivals not to kind of show these women and what they're doing is kind of a little disappointing. Definitely. Um, not to say that there aren't a lot of, you know, great men musicians. There are, like very iconic ones but there's so many iconic women like yeah. why are we not like having more of those moments uh, yeah know? i agree and yep. my playlist is really like probably 50 50 mm-hmm. but it's never like i don't know i just think it's so weird that they act like it's such a difficult thing to put cultured women and women in general to right. headline these types of yeah. festivals add a little yeah. diversity in the lineup yeah and i felt like only recently did the lineup start having like african-american like more african-americans in their lineups mm-hmm. and women and all that it's kind of weird to think about because it's that's been a festival for like 25 years or something like that. And you look at the top charts. You can look at it today, tomorrow, in a year, two years. It's mostly women on these charts Mm -hmm. now. Right. So why isn't that being put into place? Like, there's so many. Honestly. Crazy. 
crazy. Yeah, so I'm glad the 1975 is yeah, like shedding a light on up. the situation, opposed to like pretty much. This is the first time I've heard someone opt out from some huge festivals because the 1975 is a very popular band. Yeah. So they could like potentially like mm-hmm. co-headline at Coachella or some other big. Festival. But hopefully, I mean, I don't follow them and I don't know what their set list and their openers and stuff, but hopefully moving forward, if they're very passionate about this oh, cause, yeah. mm-hmm. every concert that they have, it's a woman headliner or, yeah. you know, they're being proactive to make those changes because I feel like they are a big band, so people will miss them at festivals. Yeah. I also think, like, it's important for them. I think they're... Caucasian band. They are. Okay. Yes. So, uh-huh. um, and it's kind of important for those people to bring light to those kinds of things, those inequalities. Mm-hmm. Like how Joaquin Phoenix, when he won the British Academy Award, he was oh, talking yeah. about like how he won't participate in sets that aren't diverse in mm-hmm. either ethnicity or gender. Like he wants to be a part of something that is inclusive. Yeah. Right. So, like big names like that, spreading that kind of attitude is gonna make changes so I, I really respect that they would do that yeah 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 and to bounce off the joaquin phoenix he his speech was incredible it, uh, the british academy awards mm-hmm. where he was talking about was that the one where he was talking about so many different like people fighting for different issues all have like one commonality and that's like injustice mm-hmm. and like that whole speech was really great and that's yeah so happy he's, that he should have light on that so elo- no please don't do it again <laughs> He spoke so eloquently and, like, shed light on so many serious topics. And it was just so awesome to see somebody in the limelight, like, in the spotlight. You got literally... Take it away from Actor of the year, essentially, for me. It was crazy. It was so awesome to see. I really had a lot of respect for him after that. I know. And he's grown so much as a person, too. He used to be quite the reason that he's talking, like... He's kind of talking to his past self, mm-hmm. right? Too, and he's grown from that, and so I think that's a really good inspiration too. Yeah, definitely, and also his brother River Phoenix was mm-hmm. someone that he looked up to very dearly. In the same way that he was speaking at the awards, it's exactly how his brother spoke, and so he, um, I watched a video this morning where he mm-hmm. was like, like he felt like he was filling in the shoes for his brother. Yeah. So it was even more emotional for him. Yeah. <clears throat> so awesome. Cool guy. And um, did you guys know that SpaceX? They're gonna launch. It's first crew into space. <laughs> this will be the first time America sent someone to space since 2011. Wow. Yeah. Did, did they say what their goals were to do? There? No. Like what their mission is? I, I, I honestly don't have that information, uh-huh. but there was very limited information that SpaceX uh-huh. gave out. Um, they weren't actually the ones to announce it. NASA announced it for them. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty cool that SpaceX is doing it instead of NASA because NASA is the one that's yeah. like funded by the government. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. Did you see, um, jumping off of that, but did you see there was an astronaut? She broke the record for the longest time in space. It was almost a year. I think oh, it was yeah. 324 yeah, days, yeah. like 11 months, like yeah. by herself in space. That's like, nuts. I could not. Do you see the do video that. of her, like, um, seeing her dog again? Yes. Oh, oh, it was so adorable. Gosh. So gosh, I know it's amazing. Would you go to space? Kayla? Um, I actually was talking to my coworkers about this the oh, other day. I feel shit. like you would. I am so obsessed with stars and the moon, like mm-hmm. just space in general for me. It's so mind fucking. Sorry, my no, no, mind fucking to me. Like I'll sit in the Fuck car. Yeah. Think about it, and my mind will go blank, and I'm just it's, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what? it's so hard to comprehend everything. That we're it's the nuts. only 
quote unquote. Wait, wait, you think we're the only? No. Okay, okay, cool. I'm just saying, so, like damn. people so far that they said mm-hmm. we're the only living species that they right. found. No way, mm-hmm. no how. Like. So you believe in aliens? A thousand percent. Okay, Do cool. I think that nice. they're the aliens that are depicted in movies and all of that stuff? I don't think so. Maybe there mm-hmm. are a type of species like that, but how are we the only ones to look like us? To like, yeah, there's no chance. Yeah, no, for sure, definitely. Like on the movies, it's too like anthropomorphic. It's just too human like. It's just movie. Like yeah, um, yeah, fingers, a head, legs, arms. Yeah, there's no way like that. There are probably no so many different kinds of them. For sure. Like looking so many different ways, but just the fact that some of them are way beyond where we are yeah. in life. Just, like you know? super advanced. And some are just starting. Mm-hmm. It's kind of I mean it I'm my mind is going blank right now. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, oh my wow. God. Like, so does the thought of that like provide more significance to our lives or less significance, you think? I don't think... Or does it even weigh yeah, in it that way? Anything. I don't think it changes anything. Because I know there's some people that think about that there's no other life in space, which is a very like egotistic way of looking about it yeah. because we can't be the only ones. No way. They like Some people think, oh, my significance in this life means so much more because we're the only ones, which is a very far-fetched kind of which ideology. Which is great. I mean, we're here and we're living and we're breathing. That in itself is one out of billion like a billion chance right so that in itself you do hold a higher purpose other than other people don't right i guess because other planets could just be holding plants you know that's their living organism yeah so in a sense like our lives over them type of thing right but it's just so crazy to think about if one thing were to be different like, in evolution like a certain degree off from like yes. the tilt on the earth yes. we're dead like either <laughs> torched or frozen like right. it's crazy that is like how are we just living on this planet right now i don't know it's crazy to think about for sure the f- of the story is kayla would go to space perfect okay so <laughs> to answer your question <laughs> hit up elon sorry <laughs> i would go to space but Oh, shit. I don't think I could last that long. Like, the trip from here to the moon is an average three days. Yep. And that's a long time for me. That's a long time. I'm very claustrophobic. So, and I love food, so I can't eat. (laughs) I can't eat dried up food for three days. I can't do it. So, the fact that she went out to space for almost a year blows my mind because I could not do that. But if there was a fast pass. A fast pass. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like the fast track on the freeway? Because <laughs> get that shit faster. Disneyland opens it. <laughs> um, yeah, I would be the first okay. person in line if there was a fast pass to Spain. Wow. <laughs> For sure. If three for days sure. can like <laughs> can take me like to Mars or something, okay, I'll go. Right. Have you heard that they... I think it was Elon Musk, maybe. I might have just made that up. But... At some point, someone said that they're planning to make a hotel to orbit the Earth. Sounds like oh. Elon. That's Musk. an Elon thing. Right? <laughs> the Elon thing to wish I for. Might have, like, it sounds like Elon, which is why I might have said Elon, but it yeah. might not have been Elon. Oh. And I know that he wants to make like a civilization on Mars. That's like one of his goals That's in the next like, 10, 20 years. Yes. goal is to do is to That's insane. Mars. Okay, so sorry. We're mm-hmm. on this topic. So I was watching an episode of The Office, and it's when Andy <laughs> is 
giving all of them their Christmas wish, and Dwight asked for a plot of land on Mars. And me, <laughs> being so into the office and space, I went online and found a realtor site that sells you plots of land on Mars. That's probably a scam. Shit. For sure, for sure, there's no way. <laughs> because <laughs> there's no like the UN will probably will not allow anyone to be buying and selling land off of Mars. But I was like, I really want to buy land off of Mars. Just and to for, be extra safe. For like, five profession. acres was only sixty bucks, and you get a plaque. <laughs> and you get a, you get a That's pretty dope house. to put up. So yeah. I, and you get all these things, and I was so close, and I was like, you know what? This is, like, my grandchildren are going to be so disappointed when they find out this is fake. They get and to, they oh, need to go to Mars. Right. So they like, get to Mars, and they're like, um, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I was telling Rosa about that earlier, about people selling stars. Mm. I'm like, who are we to sell stars? Like, it makes They're no sense. Stars. They're fucking stars. We have no yeah. ownership of them. It's so weird. I mean... One star could probably have been gifted a thousand times. Yeah, yeah exactly. So many we never know. It's not like they're like, like oh, actually yeah, naming that one. stars. Right there. Yeah, for sure. But um, bouncing back to aliens really quick. Do yeah. you think that we've been visited by aliens? A thousand percent. For sure. Yeah. A thousand percent. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. I don't know how, but I think so. Yeah. I, I think so I too. cannot There's fathom... No how i mean it goes back to the, what we were saying that some planets are probably way ahead of us in technology yeah. and whatever it took to get to another planet Definitely. um but i can't even fathom like how but i feel like we have just because there wouldn't be any like start of a story that we have been visited by aliens if something like that didn't happen yeah you know what i mean yeah so that's just my and opinion. also <laughs> like the pyramids, how they're like it's humanly impossible to have made those pyramids without the technology. I'm like for sure aliens probably made those period pyramids and like Stonehenge. Stonehenge, yeah. And they're like, I don't know. I think for sure. I low key think that aliens own um, Area 51, and like we act like <laughs> we are keeping the aliens there, but in the reality, they're the just aliens. chilling. They're just posted. Yeah, like, it's their house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, That's so true. Funny. So true. Um, something even more important than aliens. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog know. sets a record. <laughs> well, this is way more important. Sonic the Hedgehog sets record for highest opening for a video game adaptation. Interesting. This is, is the okay. So that's the movie. <laughs> Uh-huh. That when they came out with the original animation of yeah. Sonic, mm-hmm. it was like a big thing, right? It's a huge it was too, controversy. It was too human, like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so weird. Interesting. Yeah, but now they literally redid the whole movie because That's of the sorry. outrage from the first trailer. Imagine being the animation team <laughs> and like, so proud, and then you just get hit like, no, you have to remake it. You have to redo this again. Uh, but I mean, it paid off, and they got Jim Carrey too. So they're the highest. I, I mean, love Jim Carrey. I, but the the problem about this headline is that um, can you guys name another um, video game adaptation into a movie? Pokemon. Oh shit! Okay. Oh. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, good Wait, point. So that's pretty Silent good then. Hill a video oh yeah, 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 Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep, that's it. That's I mean, that's Pokemon all I got. isn't like a video game, but does it count? It is a video it, game, it, but it I don't start know off as a video game, was right? Was it a video game first? Yes. Oh, it was a show it, or the cards. Or it probably oh, was the show. That There's the so cards many different variations. Oh shit! It probably was the show. Right. Then the cards. 
than the video game. Yeah, it makes sense to... Yeah, because why would you sell cards first if you have no context? You need, like, I mean, show. either way, if it's a video game, it's a video game. But... Movie. Damn, but Sonic's killed it. They, but do you know how okay. Pokemon It was Pokemon first a game. It, it was first a game. It was first a game. Okay. A video Perfect. game. It or, was a game. Or a card game. It says, this uh, one or card article trading. says that <laughs> the game was released first, above all, and then the trading cards, and that was only Japan. And then when Pokemon got to the U.S., there was both a game and a cartoon. Interesting, okay. Do we know how Pokemon did opening for the movie? I heard nothing about it once it... Oh, are you talking about, like, Detective Pikachu, or, like... Yeah. Yes. Oh, Pikachu, shit. oh, my God. Oh, shit. Yes, I love Pikachu. <laughs> no. Wait. So, Pokemon is Pikachu. in a movie. <laughs> there, there's the Pokemon movie. Oh, I totally yeah. knew that. Okay, but you, you were talking about Detective, Detective Pikachu. So Damn, okay. Yes, so. Pikachu. <laughs> That's so funny. Either way, let's just pretend I know something. Yeah, no. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that's cool for Sonic. I mean, yeah, like like Kayla, you just said, it looked really awful in the beginning, but it turned I out I mean, right, I wouldn't yeah. watch it personally because I don't care. Care. <laughs> yeah, same. But. Um, yeah, but yeah, good for them. I mean, <laughs> there's a whole Peace audience. blessings. That's cool. There's a whole there's audience a niche out for there, that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. like my parents really liked it. Like my dad was like, oh yeah, if you knew... Sonic the Hedgehog, the game, then you would like that movie. I was like, oh, that's so cute. Aww. You probably haven't played that since you were like 18. Definitely. It's like nostalgic. <laughs> yeah, so he liked it, but it kind of seems corny to me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the new Harley Quinn movie, Birds at Prey. I really want to watch that. Me too. It was the lowest selling DC movie in its history, apparently. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what are your thoughts? Obviously, people are saying it is because it's a woman headlining it and all right. that stuff yeah. and if it were another batman movie or another or another joker movie mm-hmm. a lot of people more oh, a lot more people would go and watch it for sure but like what's your take on that i feel like the reason it didn't do well was because it started a suicide squad and i don't think suicide squad gained that love and momentum that a like batman dc kind of movie would have gotten mm-hmm. right so when it's kind of like a playoff of Suicide Squad, they're kind of just kind of been interested, I think. Right. But like Suicide Squad made hundreds of millions of dollars globally. It was big. It was huge. And then also Margot Robbie's a huge actress. Oh yeah, she's great. And so it's just like why didn't it translate well? Beautiful. She is. I also feel like if they had made a movie on the Joker from Suicide Squad, that it also would not have done. Yeah, Jared Leto's viewed as the worst Joker. Yeah, yes. so I I really think it's because of the Suicide Squad cast. But also, true. I mean, from my perspective, I didn't see a lot of um, advertising for the movie at all leading mm-hmm. up to the movie. I think I saw one trailer mm-hmm. naturally watching another, going to watch another movie in theaters. Right. And I was like, oh, didn't even know that was happening. Didn't even know. Yeah. You know, so... It could maybe be a little bit of that. They kind of lacked in that department. But, I mean, that's also my opinion. I don't watch a lot of movies in the movie theater. Um, But, I mean, I could see where they're coming from when they say if it were another male. Superhero movie. Yeah, I could see that. But... But I mean, it made like $35 million, which is not a lot. And I heard it's great. I heard it's a great movie. Okay. So I, really I feel like you it. can't yeah. go wrong with... 
that actress and that character. Like, I just feel like it would be a great movie. Right. And I thought the trailers looked really good. It looks because very good. Because I, <laughs> I've never seen Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Because I thought it was way too overhyped. Mm-hmm. And I was uninterested with the hype. Mm-hmm. People killed it for me. And I would have had <laughs> no interest in Birds of Prey had I not seen the trailer because the trailer was actually like, actually, she looks pretty badass. Like, I might yes. want to see that. So now I want to see it, but it's kind of a bummer that it didn't do very well. Yeah, that sucks then. But I feel like it will become one of those movies that's slow to start. It, it's going to be a slow like, burn, for sure. A lot of sure. more people are going to watch it when they're able to at home, and then it's going to become a bigger mm-hmm. movie right. than it was when it first came out. Right. And they actually changed the title of the movie. Did you guys know? Oh, no. Yeah, because it, was, it wasn't doing well. Right. So it was first Birds at Prey. Now it's Harley Quinn, colon, Birds at Prey. <laughs> yeah. So they specified it now. All right, it's Harley it. Quinn, yeah. not just some random Birds of Birds at Prey or whatever. Birds, yeah, birds I also kind of agree. I feel like they should have started like that. I mean, yeah, I agree. Because I would have not known. Mm. Makes you that. All right. Did you guys hear about people still voting for Andrew Yang, even though he's out of the Democratic bid for presidency? Seems kind of. And so I actually have a good quote that I read on Twitter mm-hmm. where this person stated that your vote is your choice in this country. Use it to say what you want. And so she was saying that she thinks that Andrew Yang will be a future president and she's still going to support him now so that he doesn't lose faith in wanting to run for presidency again. Sometimes I feel like voting for someone who's not going to win kind of wastes your vote. Just because, like, if Biden or Bernie are the Democratic nominees, you're never going to have enough votes to get Andrew Yang to beat them if everyone else is voting for one of them. Right. Um, But I also agree with that quote, like, vote for what you want, but... Within reason. Right, like, in my, we, in my view, like, I don't want Trump to be president again. So in my view, mm-hmm. I'm like, I will vote for who I think has the best chance against Trump, and if I agree with them. Mm-hmm. But also, if they were to be disqualified, I would, I would start to reconsider. Right, and the way I think about it is, let's say that Andrew Yang still had enough votes to be in contention. Mm-hmm. Would he be the best candidate to go against Trump? Because... Mm-hmm. On the Republican side, there is uh, one person running against him, but it's there's obviously going to be a um, the bid's going to go to Trump because right. you, they really the Republicans really want him in for a second term, which is fine. But You're, are you I, asking in this current condition of yeah? So um, base it off of how Trump was with Hillary. Hillary is a well-established public servant to this country, mm-hmm. years as a sen- as a senator and uh, Secretary of Defense. And she couldn't even stand up against Trump because of how he maneuvered around certain conversations, using sound bites to kind of mm-hmm. slander her. And would Andrew Yang be competitive in that sense to go against Trump? Because Trump's going to bring that same well, exact methodology. Yeah. Um, I don't. If you were to put the two up against each other, I think obviously Trump would get the popular vote just because of who he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know who Trump Popularity is. Popularity is out of pres- like Out of the presidential scope of things, you know who he is right. just from day-to-day life. It took me a while to know who Andrew Yang is. Right. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people just don't know who he is. Yeah, yeah. enough to vote yeah. for him. Right. So, um, so, like, Trump and Hillary, it was such a big thing not only because it was a man and a woman and Democrat and Republican, but they were so well-known. 
it's two yeah. well-known people that you've seen throughout years. History. Yeah, throughout yeah. history. So, I mean. Yeah, but it just seems he's definitely carrying a um, his persona from his reality TV shows into these elections. Kind of like dramatized. Yeah, exactly. And it works. People it consume that. And uh-huh. it's proven yeah. to work with We're shows like Keeping Up the Kardashians yeah. and all that stuff. It's all now on an entertainment base, which kind of sucks because it kind of took what's most important out of being a president. Now it's just kind of who will get the most attention. Yeah, who's more popular. So now you have actors who you would never imagine like saying that they're going to run for presidency. Mm-hmm. Kanye 2020. Yeah, I like, think tr- that like, trash is ridiculous like that. unless they do have something to bring to the table right? and they do do it professionally and all of that stuff. But you have to kind of leave that persona behind. You can't mm-hmm. bring that with you because you're representing mm-hmm. the whole country, you yeah. know? So, I mean, I'm not Democratic and I'm not Republican. Mm-hmm. I'm whoever I feel at the moment is doing the best in my I'm not going to vote for a Democrat just because they're a Democrat, Mm -hmm. you know? Right, which is a terrible thing in this country that people are blinded by party lines. Yeah. Okay, wait. I have something really important to bring up. Yeah, of course. I am the same way. I registered as nonpartisan. I'm not a part of any um, party. Yes. But that fucks you over for the presidential debates because you cannot vote for Republican or Democrat (sighs) if you are registered as nonpartisan. I think that's so bullshit. So ridiculous. They're I trying to keep to you register because I needed to vote for whoever I'm going to vote for. Yeah, and I us three we had this conversation separately, but about yeah. the same topic of that we believe that people shouldn't just focus on who's a Democrat and who's a Republican. Vote for who you think will bring the best to mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. who's promising the most to our country, who's gonna do the most, who's gonna like provide what we need for the country to succeed in Mm -hmm. long term and i just feel like this whole democratic and republican crap is is so old school yeah Yeah, it's toxic for this country it's so toxic because we're naturally being put against each other and all we need to understand is that people have different opinions vote for who you want to vote for no matter what party like Mm -hmm. respect people's opinions but you kind of need to get out of that frame of, no, I'm just going to vote for him because he's a Democrat. Or, no, I'm just going right. to vote for him because he's a Republican. Like, is he honestly right. doing what you want a president to do for your country? Yeah. So. We brought this mm-hmm. up before in yeah, the podcast. Yeah, a couple podcasts to go. And this is, like, the whole... I just want to emphasize that this is the whole point of Brian's podcast. I brought up to him a few podcasts ago. Right. We should get rid of parties. We should not have parties anymore. And I was and you I, were I told you it. yeah, I told you I was completely against it yeah, because you, it made no sense to me. Yeah, been to to kind of elaborate on that, it's because you know, I, I spoke with you, Kayla, about yeah. this as well, where it's gonna take so much change in this country to dissolve both party lines. Mm-hmm. If we dissolve both party lines then we have to figure out a different way of voting house uh, people in the House of Representatives, how certain things are broken because the way it works in the House is something's 50-50, then um, you need someone, the Speaker of the House or whatever, to decide on it. And so, in that sense, we could pick 50 or 100 people that aren't based on Democratic or Republicans and then solve that in some way. But right. it's just, it's going to take so much reform. And with how uninnovative this country is, right. it almost seems like it's almost impossible. I mean, there's never going to be the right time to do it. It's not going to happen if we're waiting for the right time to shut down 
having two big parties, it's there's never going to be a right time because there's always going to be people saying that this isn't right or whatever the mm-hmm. fact may be. But I think we just have to do it. And you're looking from generation to generation. The generations that we're having now are so much more open-minded to at least hearing out the other side. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So That's that, what I was going to say. It's like the whole point of this podcast is to open each other's minds. Mm-hmm. And what I really appreciate about Brian is that he has changed his mind since that conversation. Like, I mentioned on the last open. podcast. Yeah, now he's like, Because I get it. I'm like, yeah, these party lines are pretty much bullshit now. Mm-hmm. It and makes no sense. And that's the whole point. And that's how yeah. we should be functioning as a community and yeah. as a state. So you need to like kind of put it into the perspective. If we were to have the candidates running just put out their promises or what they want for the country and all these things. And we don't know, you know, what they look like or their status in the world, if they're Mm -hmm. famous or not. If we knew nothing about them like Mm -hmm. that, if they're a man or if they're a woman or if they came from a Democratic or Republican party, I feel like a lot of people would just think differently Mm -hmm. and we would be able to agree more on, yeah, you know what, this is what makes sense for us in the long term. This is what makes sense for all of the communities involved at least in America, you know? So, mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, there's I, just a lot of cleaning up to do. Yeah, I definitely. I think one more important thing about that is, for example, the impeachment trials. Like, right. if it was not divided into Republicans and Democrats, we would have voted to convict him whether he committed a crime or not. It would have had nothing to do with parties, which it was a huge part to do with parties. But if that was completely beside the point and we were all neutral, we had no parties, we would have actually decided things based on was this the right thing to do or was this the wrong thing to do. And like going forward, that needs to be established, in, especially in the House. Things like this would happen and we're just divided and biased on our opinions. So right. if there was a candidate who came in the Republican Party who had points that you agreed with, would you vote for them? Yes. I think it would have to be more than one point. No, more of... Uh, yeah, well, like, it's if not they were saying overall, I like fucking dogs vote for me, but, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. If they were overall, like, a really good candidate, I would absolutely oh, vote yeah. for them. Okay, okay. But that's another thing. I would literally have to change my party on my ballot. Yeah, you shouldn't be forced to do so. It should yeah. just be who you like or who you agree with and all that stuff, so... Yeah, the country shouldn't be making a point to force you into one side or the yeah, other. Agreed. It makes no sense to really force someone. If you're undecided, you're undecided for a reason because you don't fucking know. And so yeah. if you don't know, then then or, you can't vote for the election. Yeah, it makes no sense. you don't want to take a side. You just want to vote on your own personal belief. And the fact right. that those two parties come into people's daily routines and affect the way that they mm-hmm. communicate with people if they are on the opposite party or agree with the opposite party it's kind of sad like yeah you're so right. much more than the party that you agree with like, yeah there's too much identity in your party yeah it should be just about your beliefs and your morals and you and respect the other people's opinions if you don't agree with them then you know we could all live <coughs> amongst each other and you know so as long as you're not a discriminative <laughs> asshole, right. we can get along. Like You can be atheist, I can be Christian, and that's totally okay. But if you hate on anyone for that, that's where the problems begin. Right, and yeah. I mean, it definitely goes on both sides, those kinds of issues where people are overly spoken on their beliefs and kind of self-imposing on other people. Like, oh, you're not a, you're not a liberal? Why? Like, oh, you're a conservative? And there's just so many 
awful conversations that I hate hearing on the news. And the news is like the media outlets are probably the worst at it. Yeah. And it's they, disgusting to even listen to. It yeah. sucks because they're feeding us, like, to still go against each other. Like, yeah. It's well, because it gets the most clicks, the yeah. most views. They can make the most money. It they have no self-interest for the country. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. And that's, like, the one thing I would say in defense for Trump is that the media outlets want to, like, nail him to a cross at any points for anything he says. And there's no room for growth on MSNBC, which is a more liberal... Um, more liberal news outlet and for even like the washington post who are making very actually incorrect um information or articles about trump and so it's just very wishy-washy and i definitely see why trump's like famous um soundbite is like fake news mm-hmm. there is a lot of fake news towards him right. and so but it's it's getting people to still divide against each other like you guys are yeah, saying we're just not focusing on what he's actually doing mm-hmm. it's right more of like his persona and like who he is and all these things which is sucks because like do I agree with Trump on the things that he says and the way that he says it and you know the way he acts absolutely not but are there some good things that he's done absolutely like there is he's not he's not just sitting there I'm not I can't say that he's a shitty president because he's not he's done stuff but do I necessarily like him as president Mm. Right. I think we could do better. It doesn't have right. to be Democratic. It doesn't have to be Republican. It just I think there's a little bit more that we could do. I think there's another person out there that could carry on the good aspects that he's done right. in the office, but also make other good decisions as well. Right, and I've said a million times on the podcast as well that I am all for giving him a chance, yeah. but I feel like every time I do give him a chance, he does speak in a way that is very catastrophic for this country and he, he runs he, it for himself yeah, yeah exactly and so i really like like i've said before also that um the economic growth in this country is far greater than it was four yeah. years ago he, which a, is like unemployment's like at an all-time low right yeah and so but when saying unemployment's at the all-time low we have to recognize that obama mm-hmm. entered presidency at a fiscal crisis and then yeah. like really set the foundation he kind of walked for trump to run in a sense yeah and so trump should kind of pay homage in a way not taking full credit for it and be yeah. like this is the foundation of like 12 years coming yeah i think there just needs to be a lot more transparency mm-hmm. right and and we talked about this last time, but the State of a Union State of Union address was still like another Trump rally, where he's just trying to like yeah. he's trying to peacock. The, was that the one where she went for a handshake and he like? He, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, then and she ripped so, out the papers. Yeah, Nancy oh Pelosi. God, there were so many memes about that. it was so funny. <laughs> Everything about that was hilarious. Yeah, and but the one thing I dislike about um, Trump and his verbiage is that. Uh, he calls people like he called Nancy Pelosi a disgusting woman, and he, he's just a bad representation that for the greatest country in the come world. Out of a president's mouth. Right, and but and that should come out of anyone's mouth. Yeah, right, right, yeah, <laughs> true. Especially but especially the the, the, the person who runs the country, which is why I loved Obama so much because he was very eloquent in how he spoke, and, and he, he treaded around those kinds of things. Like he thought about what he was going to say. And a thing yes. about Trump is he goes off script a lot, and that's what usually gets him in trouble. Right. But, but it generates the most also, interest, too. Yeah, that's also what people love the most about him, but also what people hate the most about him. It's because you're like, oh, that was like genuine thoughts that you just had there, Jesus. Right. And then other and people are like, yeah. 
Yeah, and the fact that he still has, like, the reins to his Twitter account blows my okay, mind. Okay, the fact that no one is, like... <laughs> he needs a PR team <laughs> no or something. No one is PR yeah. like, these things. Like, I bet you I would never hate his Trump as I do now if he had, like, a manager that, like... Dude, TikTokers that have a million accounts. followers have PR teams. And the fact that no one's really, like, dude, slow down, like... I would have it's a crazy PR when me. I get, like, a thousand followers. Like, my I'm little like, daughter can't little sister know to think before they... Yeah. <laughs> they post. Just like, like, wait a second. Okay. <laughs> right. Like, oh. you know... Yeah, how is he allowed to have a Twitter? Yeah, it's just a lot to take in from Trump. I mean... Strong he, personality. If I'm allowed to have a Twitter, the president is, but he, there definitely should be someone... I don't mean like he shouldn't have a Twitter. I mean like no, like take the Twitter down. I agree. Right? Yeah. He's welcome to have a Twitter, but like also he shouldn't be allowed to like yeah. Right. I agree. I agree. He's gonna delete your account while you're president, and then as soon as you're done, you're out of here. Right. Um, And one thing I don't like about uh, the presidential uh, race, even from two thousand two thousand sixteen, excuse me, was that. So Trump was basing his whole election off sound bites, mm-hmm. and another person that does a very similar thing is Bernie Sanders, where he's like free college, free healthcare, free this, free that. It's very like in my head not feasible for now, but it's a great thought for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of sucks for Bernie. I'm not sure if you saw his podcast on Joe Rogan, but he was like really so humanized there, yeah. where he like because the one thing I hate about these, um, the one thing I hate about the um, the whole debates. Is that you have like 10 seconds to really, or like a okay. minute to Bullshit. really convey your thought process for the economic growth in this country. That's There's no way. It has to be like a whole podcast on its own or a whole like hour debate. It should be a documentary. <laughs> they should show everyone. <laughs> Netflix documentary. Or, documentary. or like she maybe does. like a Like yeah, but even like a, if everybody gathered around or even just from their homes watched a 30 minute documentary, that's not even enough time, but like. That's just more. Better. Yeah. It's yeah. for us right. to understand. But that's why but that's why it forces Bernie into a corner to make those sound bites um, happen so that he can garner some attention the same way that Trump's doing it. Well, I will argue though that for Bernie specifically, because I do keep up with Bernie a lot. Yeah. I notice that it it is sound bites. Excuse me. Sound bites, but it's also not like that. Really, is the majority of what he talks about, and it's yeah. very repetitive. But it's because he really wants to get that across. Yeah. And like, and he has other political views too. But the reasons those are so well known is because he makes them well known. He is very repetitive on those things. Mm-hmm. So I don't even think half the time that they are sound boy. Sound. Oh, fuck, I can't say sound bites. Sound bites. I'll drunk right now. Uh, um, why don't presidents have their own podcast during their election? Like their run for election, like where they can have like a little two, like because people that listen to Joe Rogan's so cool. three hour podcast. There's millions of hits on it. Yeah. And why can't they like there Joe Biden be. sit down and just like, hey, this is my economic process. And then he goes step by step on how he would yes. like fix those things. There should be an interviewer and a presidential candidate sitting down for an hour in a podcast and hashing it out. And yeah, exactly. At least you could get that would more be so in dope. depth. Exactly. Yeah. And ask them it's all the idea. same questions, and then have like all of their answers in each separated podcast, rather than them battling each other here and there. Yeah. Right. And then I think they should bring them together so that they can contradict each other, and like we can see better why there's flaws in their idea and theirs and whatever. But I think we should have more time than 
individually telling us what they believe. Yeah, it happens so fast. It <laughs> like, does. Ex- exactly. It, there's no For time to digest years, it. It's just you're like giving me thirty seconds. Yeah. Exactly. And that was the thing with Kamala Harris is that she didn't last because she fed off of that like drama almost. Like mm-hmm. once she said things that were empowering and contradicting and they brought light to certain things but it was short term and she didn't keep up mm-hmm. and so eventually she just got kicked out of the race yeah which is awful like it sucks though to be like that kind of person where i actually thought she was like a decent candidate or like she, like yeah, there's a lot the of hate more. for her but i didn't think she was that bad yeah she was she was all right but there's definitely like a lot of people from the democratic side like uh what's his name pete Buttigieg. love him yeah pete Buttigieg. Uh, yeah he's gonna be like a Serious candidate later on, I, I think. Okay. Do you know Pete Buttigieg? Mm-hmm. I actually haven't been following. Oh, yeah. I, it's, I really it's hard to, to look up. into it, but it's hard to keep up. And but I don't have live TV, so. Yeah, I don't watch anything. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, <don't laughs> <like Hulu>. <laughs> <laughs> I rely on podcasts. Yeah. So that's how I get all my information. Yeah, which is a good source, definitely. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely, it's it's such a tough time listening to these debates. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks for Bernie too because. I'm trying to think about the presidential candidate that's going to be able to win the Democratic bid, but also be able to persuade some Republicans to vote for them as well in the, yeah. in the actual presidential election, which is very I'm hard because be. Joe Biden is literally the antithesis of a conservative. Yeah. And so it's hard to even think about him attracting but any other. I also think Biden's a really, Biden and Buttigieg, I think, are really good like um what is the word like starting the motion of change in this kind of yeah they're the seed for this yeah yeah and i think our generation is going to be the one to like fucking get rid of the parties and to provide health care and free college like i think we're going to be the ones to do it but they're setting the foundation for us to be able to do it yeah Mm -hmm. so like i like them for doing that Mm. oh and by the way for people who don't know people who is the first the youngest candidate to run He's the first gay person to run. He is an ex... I don't know. He was in the army or something. Okay. Ex-military. He's the mayor of Iowa. There was something else about him. A fantastic he, candidate. He, well-spoken. He's, yeah. He's, he's well-spoken. He speaks super well. And, like, he's just, like... I don't know. He's, like, the definition of, like, a change. Like, he's mm. a gay president, and he's running as a Democrat, even right. though he's been a part of this, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think it's really cool. That it's breath of fresh air to see yeah. him kind of involved with this. Um, to kind of pivot really quick, um, on the last podcast, Rosa, you and I talked about microdosing LSD mm. to kind of deal with anxiety, stress. Um, it was this Facebook mom group that were actually, like, okay. strong supporters of this. And I'm interested, Kayla, if you would partake in... Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, microdosing okay. LSD. Have you? There's a Netflix documentary. I don't know if you know Gwyneth Paltrow. I do. Yes. She put out her. She has a company called the Goop, and she okay. put out uh, like a docu series on Netflix. It's called the Goop Lab, and it takes you through different things that kind of, kind of helps are very therapeutic. Okay. Um, for you, and one episode. I think it was the first episode. It was microdosing. Um, uh, LSD? Uh, not LSD. Psilocybin? Shrooms? Oh my god. It was shrooms. Shrooms, yes. okay. Um, and they did that, and I was, I don't know, it was just so cool seeing that, like, yeah. being portrayed. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't have anything against it, obviously, if you're using it in a way that's not healthy. Right. If mm-hmm. you're abusing the drug, yes. like, yes, no. absolutely right. not. But right. would I try it? 
Absolutely. Have I tried it? I have not tried <laughs> She's it. like, absolutely. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, I think not just for the purpose of seeing how it feels, but I think more of a purpose. Because you see so many great, or you hear of so many great people that have done stuff in history do these things to open mm-hmm. up a creative aspect in your mind and to help mm-hmm. you unlock all that stuff. So right. I think I would do it for that. Um, like spiritual? Not spiritual, but just kind of like Opening see what my eye. mind is like. Capable ap- of. Yeah, actually thinking. and yeah, right. Stuff I can't really connect with on my own. Um, I don't think I'd do it more than a couple times in my life, though. But I'm open to try it. If you've tried it, let me know how. Right, so well, let me know that's, how you like it. It's interesting. So, um, I actually have a friend from high school uh, who. who sells it? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, she's so. Um, he, yeah, I know, right? I'm so interested in also. I can only imagine what it is. But so he. Well, what, what type are you? Oh, oh LSD. You, so, okay. um, the, the Facebook group was um, Acid. Oh, so they, got it. they okay. like literally had little tabs of acid every oh, morning. Oh, got it. Okay. I think I would be more on the shrooms. On shrooms. Mm-hmm. Seemed a little bit less extreme yeah, than acid. Definitely. Definitely I mean, would be. Yeah. I don't know. Right. It's a little way to find out, I guess. So But he um he suffered with depression and anxiety. And so he was prescribed um I think Prozac to okay. deal with the depression. And so he was telling me that um actually after the podcast he DM'd me and he let me know like, oh, that he took Prozac and to the he only did it for three months, taking regularly um like a Prozac every day, and that like microdose Prozac. No, like oh, he was prescribed from a doctor. I don't oh. know what the actual um, prescription was, but he was oh. prescribed by a doctor. Okay. And um, basically, he was saying that his body felt destroyed by the third month. Mm-hmm. Like he said, like there's no way of like recovering from it. Is that's how he felt like? And you've heard of Kanye and his rants as well. He yeah. took Prozac as well. And that's why he was trying to get off those drugs. Yeah. And he was, um, my friend from high school was also telling me that he started microdosing LSD and that it was way more of a benefit to him than any um, Prozac that he took in those three months. Yeah. And so, so it's cool. just crazy. Yeah, like that's like an actual person I knew that is benefiting off um, microdosing LSD. Yeah. And I know that Colorado is the first um, state yeah, to shrooms, shrooms, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're way yeah, they yeah. are. Love they they keep yeah. realizing like things but, before us that yeah. we catch on later on. Exactly. I mean, for so me, true. I think these natural drugs like marijuana, shrooms, acid whatever. is not natural. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's all chemically made. I'm more, more into shrooms than acid, but right. Cocaine. Yes. No. <laughs> oh my god, damn. Microdose. Um, I think it's kind of dumb that they're. I mean, they're starting to legalize it. Um, a little more, especially psychedel- any psychedelics. There's actually a group within um, the medical field that mm-hmm. they just opened, and they show it on the Goop Lab that they're experimenting with microdosing psychedelics, awesome. which is interesting. So they'll give it to people who have really deep depression or like really like. Mm-hmm. Serious, I heard they give it to people with PTSD yes, too. Yes, yeah, serious uh-huh. like Veterans. mental mm-hmm. um, things that are happening. Um, so it's interesting to see, and they're like, why aren't we giving more people access to these natural things that are made yeah. by the earth? They're here for a reason. Like, they're not, right. you know, so, like, why are we wasting our time with um, all these other drugs that are very harmful when there are drugs out there that are 
are very natural. Right. I guess what right. I'm saying. But yeah, I'm very interested in it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let your friend know. <laughs> haven't watched The Goop Lab. 10 out of 10. Recommend. It's so interesting. Is that on like Netflix or? On Netflix. Netflix. Yes. Okay. It's a couple episodes. The first one was focusing on psychedelics. The other one was um, ice therapy. Mm-hmm. And then there Like cryotherapy? Were, no. Um, oh my God. What's his name? He's so famous for it. He's called like the Iceman or something. Chuck Liddell? No. I don't even he's know. He's a UFC fighter named like, Iceman. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> so I need to look it up. I'm so sorry. Hold on. This is important. No, this is. I'm so down to fucking do this, honestly. It'd be so Cry- interesting. Wait, so it is not cryotherapy? It's not cryotherapy. His oh, okay. name is. Uh, um, I'm down to do that, though. Wim Hof. Wim he's Hof. called the Iceman. And he's one of the only. Nice men who are able to like he literally swims naked in freezing ice mm. cold like the arctic like, like arctic yeah. ocean and he's able to do that because he is able to control his breathing which controls his body temperature yeah. so he takes a group of people this. yeah from mm-hmm. goop um uh, on a retreat and they're focusing on breathing and stuff and I would fucking drown. So he focuses on breathing techniques for a couple days and then they finally get in the water. They jump in the water and they have to swim. Mm-mm. And like they're just My like, heart is racing yes. just imagining this. That's so crazy. I would love to try that. And then the other episodes are focusing more on like women like needs, like orgasms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Highly but, recommend that episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so interesting. So if you yeah, haven't watched goop. it, looking for something to watch, it's super interesting to watch. Oh, that's perfect. Well, I would never try psychedelics because I have so much anxiety. Already. I do uh, feel like um, you need to be in the right headspace first. Yeah. Mm. And I feel like that's one of my fears going into it and already being in a bad headspace. So the whole experience is yeah. ruined for me. Right. And Especially I, with shrooms, people are notorious yes. for getting bad, tr- like evil trips. Yes. Right. And I tend to get in my head, but if I am prepared for it, I'm able to kind of like talk myself down. Because right. I do have anxiety within myself. So it's it's one thing that I, I think would help mm. for me if I'm able to have a good experience right yeah true sure i've had i know some people (laughs) 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 um and like Um, they start the trip and it's like really good when you're coming up and it's almost like just being high mm -hmm. um things being like hd and kind of just satisfying hallucinations but then after like you start peaking and she was talking about how like there was like a a firework that went off because it was like around Fourth of July time. See, that's where she went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Bad. Fireworks go off, and she's yelling for my name. She's like, "Rosa, Rosa, uh, North Korea just bombed us!" Like she oh, genuinely geez. thought that North Korea bombed us because that was when everything was going down with right. North Korea. And I was like, "It's okay, it's okay, it's not happening." She's like, "No, did you hear that? That was the bomb. Any second now." Like, oh, jeez. And I was just like, "Wow, I do not want to be where you are right now." <laughs> right. Yeah. I know they recommend taking like um, shrooms in like the forest or the woods. Um, probably somewhere where in you nature. Can. Yeah, nature. Harm yourself with anything. Right. <laughs> yeah, that too. That's true. Yeah. But I feel like out. if I did it in nature, like if I was camping. 
I would get lost. <laughs> like, it's yeah, so yeah that's true. <laughs> I would just have to be laid yeah. down in a comfy bed. <laughs> I also um, had a friend who went to Coachella with us. She was tripping on acid, which doesn't show. So we're still a psychedelic. Yeah. And she came back convinced that she was like being surrounded by a cult that are like and she was like they're here specifically for the people on acid and they like all direct in place and then they start chanting around you and doing this crazy shit sounds like a good movie i was like girl you were just tripping and she was like no and then she was like no they all like they surround the people on acid and they direct them to this position and blah 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 and she's telling me this sober too like this is the day after the trip right and so when we go to the coachella the next day I see exactly what she's talking about. It's just the people guiding you back to the campsite. Oh, shit, And I yeah. told her, like, why is this bitch dancing? <laughs> yeah. like, why is she looking so at tripping me? Out. And I told her, I was like, girl, it was just like, they were just directing you to your campsite. She was like, no, no, I'm telling you. It was like a cult. <laughs> I was so like, Jesus. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, I for sure couldn't handle that. Um, uh-huh. Me neither. It's a lot, yeah. So if you're able to handle that, I mean, kudos. Do what you gotta That's do. Incredible. All right. I would panic. So hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are all the daily updates that I have. Thank you guys both for speaking on all these topics and coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. Yeah, and for everyone listening, make sure to follow our Journey to Times on Instagram. Keep up with all the daily updates that I have for any podcast coming up. If you have any topics you want to talk about, make sure to DM me. I have polls on Instagram all the time. And yeah, once again, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye.